happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Oh, it could happen here and earlier this week, not the week you're hearing this, but the week we recorded it. It did. It being the end of Roe v. Wade via Supreme Court fiat uh, and also the coming end of 100 years of social progress unless people get real organized and aggressive real fucking quick. I'm Robert Evans. Uh, who else? Who else do I got on with me today? Is there a is there a is there a Christopher Wong on the line? Yes, uh, there there is one. There are many others, but but I am me. <laughs> yeah, the others do not count. Um, is there a Garrison Davis on the line? The only one that I know of. That's right. That's right. We exterminated the others in a in a brutal set of purges, a la Stalin. Um, and then, of course, Shireen Laniyuna. Shireen, I'm I'm here too. Would you yeah. like to introduce Sophie? And of course, I mean the one and only Sophie. I mean. Okay, well that's us. <laughs> wow. And now today I am uh, intensely excited to introduce our guest, um, who is a cool person doing cool stuff to steal from oh, another one of our okay. podcasters, Cat uh, Green of the Abortion Access Front. Cat, welcome to to the show. Thank you for coming on. I know this has been a hell week for you. Oh yeah, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. 
Now, um, you and I have a, a friend in common, and you guys were actually at uh, a national conference for abortion access when the news dropped uh, a little early. Do you want to talk to us a little bit about what happened there? Yeah. I mean, now that the conference is over, I can say that we yeah. were in <laughs> one of the worst cities in the world to be in when all of this happened, Orlando, Florida, Oh, which, which is basically made of paper sets, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, Honestly, like, you could have stopped that sentence at one of the worst cities to be in. <laughs> yeah, we had actually been out to dinner at um, the oldest restaurant in Florida earlier that night, and it was a lovely evening, um, even though like some angry driver uh, tried to kill our mutual friend <laughs> over a parking space. <laughs> ah, Florida. <laughs> just gloss over that part. But you love and, the evening, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it, it only, Florida, yeah. You know, uh, also the day had started with uh, there already being a bomb threat at a clinic in Knoxville. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I was trying to help people find information about that earlier in the day. And then um, we went out to dinner thinking that we got to relax and then came back to the news as it was breaking and into the lobby of our hotel where um, the remaining providers and advocates that were there were... Um, just trying to make do. <laughs> yeah. So, Kat, I, I, first of all, I guess we should talk about what the Abortion Access Front does and, and your job there, because this is something I don't think a lot of people think about. It, one of the things that's become clear to me from some of the, the reaction of some folks this week on the more liberal side of things is there is a general unawareness of how violent and intense the threats against abortion access providers have been for like 40 years yeah. Um, well, so Abortion Access Front was founded by Liz Winstead, uh, my partner, who was the co-creator of The Daily Show, and started as a progressive adv advocacy and messaging hub. Mm -hmm. And so we were making funny videos about abortion, and then Trump got elected. <laughs> we were like, oh, wow, our jobs got way more serious all of a sudden. And so we had like 700 volunteers in the week after the 2016 election. And so... We started becoming matchmakers for volunteers to um, different clinics around the country. And we were doing comedy tours where we were trying to build community around the clinics um, in different states. And so we would do a comedy show, have a have a provider on at the end to talk about what was at stake locally and then get people to sign up to help because people didn't have access to contractors in many of the places we were going, you know, like we would go out and do landscaping work when we were on tour because we were just trying to help out wherever we could. And in the course of that, the nice folks at the National Abortion Federation reached out to us and were like, we're a little concerned about you putting providers on stage. <laughs> Maybe we should talk about your security plan. So they, uh, they were out with us uh, the first two years and um, then were giving me information about people we needed to watch out for. So I got way more involved in creating these security plans around our shows and our tours and um, started doing a lot of my own research on anti-abortion extremists because as we started talking to more people, uh, the clinic escorts in front of the clinics, we were getting information about not just leadership, but the people on the ground who they were the most afraid of. So then I was like, I wish I could just put all this into something where I could look something up by a zip code and be able to tell who I need to watch out for in a particular area. And that didn't really exist. <laughs> so um, there was just a whisper network of escorts. And then the leadership 
uh, research that NAP was doing. And so I started consolidating all my research into a database for all of us to be able to use and um, track uh, incidents and organizations and bad actors all over the country. I mean, that's, that's extremely important, but also uh, extremely cool. Um, it is, uh, you brought up right at the start of your, what you were saying, the, that there was a, a shooting at the Knoxville clinic. Um, oh, not a shooting. Oh, no, not there, a shoot. that was, was earlier, There was a right? bomb yeah. scare at the, uh, at the Knoxville clinic, um, it, on Monday. And, and there was a, there was an arson at yeah. the Planned Parenthood in Knoxville, uh, this past, uh, New Year's Eve. Um, and that same clinic, that same Planned Parenthood that was burned down on New Year's Eve actually had its front door shot out about a year right. earlier. And uh, because this this is one of the more frustrating cases, if you look this up, you can see that like the fire department has said it was an arson. Um, the ATF is investigating. The FBI is investigating. They both get given the kind of boilerplate statements they give in those instances you don't see a lot from the local police. I'm curious if you have anything to say about like the degree to which the local police have been useful in responding to this. Well, I don't work with the local police at all. Um, sure. I, <laughs> you know, I'm a TV person that got into uh, yeah. doing extremist research. I'm an editor and that yeah. I, I sort information. Right. So like <laughs> that made sense to me, but um, I, law enforcement doesn't really take me too seriously. Um, but the people on the ground have a lot of thoughts about who it could be, right? There mm -hmm. are known people in the Knoxville area who have caused all sorts of problems. There was another arson in a different community center there too. Um, and several white supremacists were arrested after protesting at Black Lives Matter uh, event maybe two years ago. And so there's, here's the thing, there's information about the Knoxville fire that went out on Telegram with an order of nine angles Nazi claiming oh, credit fun. for it. And how hard can it be to find a pagan Nazi in Knoxville? Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you go to a goth club and be like, who's hit you in the face here? You know, like, so wow. yeah, I, I feel like there are hindrances to the investigation. Um, and uh, a lot of the a lot of the activists on the ground have good leads that are not being followed. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's probably the most uh, direct thing that can be said about it. What? So, to the extent that like there's seemingly not a lot in a lot of these states that uh, is going to be done preemptively by law enforcement. Um, when it comes to like actually tracing out the threats. Uh, how much do you feel like you, you have a chance to actually stop them from carrying out an action? And how much of it do you feel is just like, we need to be documenting this for, for when it happens, you know? We're already getting early warning about events. Yeah. Um, we're already, because we track the people who, there are a number of groups that create the same kind of actions that are either invasions or blockades at various clinics and people who have been organizing around this for decades, right? So but in tracking them and starting to put the pieces together, we're already getting early warning about where they're headed, about who needs to be alerted. You know, there have been at this point, three incidents just and like, I'm working with a group of volunteers. Mm -hmm. These are all people who either escort at clinics or part of, advo part of advocacy orgs that, you know, are not getting paid to do intel, 
<laughs> but mm-hmm. they they're invested in the cause. And so they just follow this stuff on the regular and we're all in touch with each other. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, you know, this person who's been a part of 12 other blockades in the last three years has been seen going on a tour and said the next three stops he's going to let's tell all the clinics in the neighborhood what's happening and they can be a little bit better prepared. And that's, you know, I mean, honestly, because the abortion movement is not super supported by law enforcement, largely, um, it seemed like a necessary thing for everybody to start keeping their own records for their own safety. And that's really how all this came together. Now, it's interesting to me that you you brought up one of kind of the lead suspects, I guess you might say, for the attack on the Knoxville Clinic was an 09A dude. I'm wondering, with kind of the threats you're seeing, obviously, there's decades of attacks on abortion access providers, including a lot of fatal attacks, assassinations, acid attacks, numerous bombings and attempted bombings. How has the character of who is making the threats and who you see as threats started to change over the la- recent years? I mean, the 09A thing is a big shift. Yeah, that's, like, that's weird. You know, uh, we've been following the same Christian nationalists for years. Mm-hmm. And Largely, they have the same playbook. They make a few changes to it. A lot of them are older. You know, it's lock and blocks or invasions. There's a few Catholics who get really aggressive and like shove their way into stuff. But it's not, um, it hasn't been big surprises until recently. And and a lot of the time in the past, even when there was extreme violence happening uh, amongst these people, it, it was still sort of tied back to Christian identity stuff. And now we're really starting to see it branching out. And and honestly, I blame, I blame a few things. One, just the internet in general, but also the pandemic kind of galvanized extremists across a lot of spheres. And um, you started seeing a lot of Christian identity people that weren't necessarily militia people starting to mingle with militia people. And then you know, militia people starting to mingle with white, like over white supremacists. And um, so now there's this crossbreeding that's happening where like, I mean, the Groypers are a great example of just like this weird amalgam of things that didn't exist in the same sphere before. And now they're their own movement. Yeah, I, uh, I can't tell you how much I hate that, like, other people who who aren't weirdos who spend all of their time on Nazi Telegram know what groypers are now. Yeah, it's extremely uh, frustrating. I, it, it's the worst thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, one of the weird things about doing this type of research for years is seeing like on YouTube like thumbnails by like Stephen Colbert talking about yeah. like wacky like nonsense that I've known about for years and him talking about it at like, like it's this big new thing. And you're always like, Oh wow. The, the little tiny corner of the internet I was just watching and staring at now is like, it's something that isn't like a regular libs, uh, political lexicon. And that's mm-hmm. like horrible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Joe Rogan <laughs> posting about the Kali Yuga, you know? Oh, like, yeah. God. Oh, yeah. oh God. Uh, that was, <laughs> That was a hard drinking night for me. Like, like, that that is, was a hard yeah. drinking night for me. Yeah. And it's so hard to explain to people why it's so bad. You're like, yep. oh, well, it's, it's just in it's So like, once no, no, back no, 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 in no, no, the no. 20s, there was this lady named Savitri <laughs> Devi. Now. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really troubling.
troubling because um, it's making its way into traditional Christian identity stuff. Yeah. You know, um, evangelical stuff, quiverful stuff is now starting to cross over yeah, yeah. way more aggressively with militia stuff and, and with like overt white supremacist neo-Nazi stuff. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. It's such a problem because, and this is something Umberto Eco, you know, noted a long time ago, but like fascism is is deeply syncretic, right? And we're, that's what we're talking about right now is its ability. It's like a Katamari. I refer back to that game a lot because it does just keep picking things up. Yeah. And um, we don't really do that as much on like, I, I, but everyone from like the center left to like, weirdo anarchists and 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 whatnot like everyone's got their own little box right and there's some interplay but for the most part people on the left really like making boxes and people on the right it's just one big ball pit where everybody's smearing their diseases and snot around and it's not great (laughs) no and i mean we need to figure out some sort of solidarity because like even with the abortion protests that are happening this week, we're already seeing people co-opting things and turning it in really destructive directions. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, the entire cult of Baba Bakian. Oh boy. Of, yeah. The yeah. red cone folks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm actually worried about that as at this point, it feels like a legit AstroTurf. It doesn't feel yeah. like they're fighting with actual <laughs> abortion providers and saying that, 
you know, that like abortion funds are a problem. It's like those those are the people actually walking the walk and doing anything about this. What are you doing besides showing up in bloody pants and picking fights with cops? Like, yeah, it's this, you know, one of the more uplifting stories that's come out recently is that in France, um, the left is doing a popular front again in order to kind of wrest control of the government from Macron. We'll see how it works, right? This is just something that's kind of been announced. and But this is so, like this has happened a few times in the past in different formulations. And I do kind of, it would be nice to see a broad popular front in favor of abortion access on a very blunt level. But that would in, involve people not just getting on board with trying to wrest control from the right back electorally, but people supporting a legalism. A lot of people are going yeah. to have to do things that are not legal in order to maintain access to reproductive health care, you know? There's the other side of it is like hardline anarchists will have to realize that working with libs is occasionally useful um, and using them as body shields sometimes can can let you do more illegalist uh, type praxis so there's there's both in terms of like people who are really dogmatic on the left being like okay there's types there's certain times where this type this this intersectionalism can be really useful and then people who are less radical having to be okay with more radical tactics happening i mean my biggest fear right now is the mass criminalization event that's about to happen yeah right i you know no matter what people's pregnancies are going to be criminalized in various forms. If you have a miscarriage, it's going to be criminalized. You're going to have to be more cautious about how you use your phone and what you say in the emergency room and, you know, what you say to people in your own family. And I don't think that most people on our side are prepared to have that level of caution or divorce themselves from technology in the way that kind of needs to happen for people to stay safe. I'm also worried that like, as a movement, um, we're not really identifying the fact that it's all about bodily autonomy. And so that means everybody trying to access trans healthcare is, is as much or more so at risk. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, and, and we have so much to learn from the sex work industry about all of this, mm -hmm. right? Like so much of what is happening now was built on like the permissiveness of what people accepted under FOSTA and SESTA. Absolutely. And, um, you know, that's how all of us got deprioritized in stupid algorithms in the first place. And, and then all of a sudden weren't allowed to put ads out for like legitimate healthcare services and keeping ourselves in boxes is really doing everybody a disservice because yeah. everybody that's been criminalized, everybody who just trying to exist is at risk right now is in this together. Yeah, it's um you know there's that famous quote from um who was a, a minister of some sort during, you know, the Weimar years about first they came for us, you know, yada yada yada. Um and it is like it's always true with fascists, but that doesn't mean that people ever spot it while it's happening, right? Because there's there's very few groups that mainstream America has less inherent sympathy for than sex workers. And the reality is that they were testing a lot of this out on those people because they are marginalized. And I guess one of the things I hope we'll see, and that might have some positive developments, is that there are a lot of sex workers out there with a lot of OPSEP tips that they can give other people now. Um, I, it would be dope if you know there were folks like setting up clinics and stuff in that. 
because I, I think there's a lot of information that does need to get shared with folks who are not used to thinking about any of the stuff they're doing as illegal. I, I've been seeing stuff on you know Facebook among kind of friends of mine who are more middle of the road and family members who are pretty much centrist politically, where they're talking about like, hey, if you need to go on a camping trip in another state, I'll take you on your camping trip. And it's like, I get it. Like, it's great to express solidarity. But will you feel that way when it's actually a felony and people are getting 20 year sentences for doing it? Right. right. Like, because that's where we're headed, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, people need to get more serious about moving their data out of the country altogether, mm -hmm. you know? like thinking about what can be subpoenaed. Yeah. Um, the folks at Hacking and Hustling are doing really amazing work to spread sort of uh, sex work and sex work adjacent OPSEC knowledge to other communities too. Like they're amazing. Um, oh, that's really great. I, I, had, I was not aware of what they were doing. Um, would you mind giving like a little, a brief overview of what that is for folks? I mean, I mean I've we'll only try to reach out couple, to them, but. I, I've only been in a couple sessions with them, but they're, they're generally just sharing information about like tightening up your digital footprint and also being conscious about how having multiple, uh, like if you have to have a clandestine identity online, mm -hmm. how you can keep that from leaking over into any of your other digital identities, right? It's, it, and I mean, it's a really important distinction because even if you have something like a sock account on something like Facebook, based on how you set it up and what other accounts it's connected to and who you friend in that process, it can very easily find its way back to you and the people connected to you. Yeah. And so how do That's, you keep those dreams yep. separate? Yeah. I mean, whenever somebody angers this podcast, we have Garrison track them down. It's very easy. Yeah, that is, mm -hmm. that is, that mm -hmm. is true. I have a whole, mm -hmm. whole folder of uh, people dropping their kids off at school. That's right. Um, That's right. <laughs> So, you know, keep your eye out, HelloFresh. Don't screw with us again. <laughs> or that one reviewer that said that there was the woman on the podcast who was annoying. I oh, know yeah. who you are. Mm -hmm. I, I, was able to ha I was able to track back via your Apple account. <laughs> just, <laughs> just one? Just one reviewer? Uh-huh. <clears throat> Somebody so, tried to request access to one of my folders uh, that's connected to We had a January 6th document mm -hmm. where we had identified a bunch of people. And so I just linked it to, you know, Google Drive things so that press people could get to stuff. <laughs> and somebody just out of nowhere tried to access one of them the other day and requested permission. I, I, I'm just like, all I had to do was look up your name in the word abortion. Like, come on, try a little harder. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, Kat, I'm wondering, number one, for people who are like pissed and feeling helpless, there are things that folks can do to help, assuming you live in a state that there's anything at all around, because like a lot of people who are hundreds of miles away from any kind of clinic. But if you're not, I know there are ways people can help. Do you have any kind of pieces of advice for folks interested in being of use? There are so many things, right? I mean, right now, I think the biggest thing that the movement needs more than anything is abortion funds and practical support funds really need financial help because they are paying to move people around as, as needed to get them care, right? Mm -hmm. So the money thing is always the obvious, but um, we're actually having an event on July 17th that is sort of an orientation day for new people coming to the movement who want to volunteer and don't know where. So we're going to cover things like how you become a clinic escort, what it means to volunteer on like uh, an abortion fund or practical support hotline, um, 
how you can get involved in lobbying groups, how you can get involved in direct action groups and sort of pre-vetting people and then getting them out to the organizations that actually have capacity to take on volunteers right now. Because a lot of what's happening, like we already saw it in Texas, where people really wanted to volunteer to help in Texas after SB8 came down, but they were doing things like calling the abortion fund hotline to try and get to people. And it's like, no, you can't clog up the hotline. That doesn't help anybody. So we're trying to take some of the lift off of the orgs that are already overtaxed, vet their people, give them some background information, give them a better idea of what the landscape is in the movement, and then make the connections to organizations that have the capacity to take them on. So it's called Operation Save Abortion. and we're going to do a live stream and uh, house parties all over the country. Awesome. Where people are either watching the streams we're doing or having their own local people to talk about how people can get active locally uh, in more direct ways. Yeah. And there's stuff like being an escort, which is is something I've, I've been learning a little bit more about recently. Um, I guess one of the things I'm interested in is like uh, from a, a, a perspective of actually like keeping folks safe. Um, is that something that you feel has like a lot of value or, or is Absolutely. that something? Yeah. yeah. Um, and is that like a, people would want to like look at, are there kind of resources for, for getting involved with that? There are clinic escorting is a little tricky right now because mm-hmm. there's a whole lot of clinics that don't know if they're going to be open in eight weeks. Right. So uh, right now, while that's all shaking out, I mean, if you already have an established relationship with your local clinic, definitely check in with them. Um, Clinics in states that are going to see a surge, um, Pennsylvania, Illinois, New York, Mm -hmm. I mean, really anywhere that's still going to have abortion after the 26 states fall, the entire West Coast, uh, New Mexico, right, Uh, uh, Minnesota, they are all going to need escorts, um, which Clinic escorting is walking a person from their car to the clinic door past protesters. Um, It's generally, uh, I would say 99% of clinics are non-engagement clinics. So doing this means that you're there for the patient. You're not there to get in a protester's face. Some clinics um, have enough of a protester presence, like um, clinics in Charlotte, clinics in Jackson, Mississippi, where they have, they split it up. And they have people that are there for the patients and people that are there to distract protesters and sort of mm-hmm. pull them away from uh, the door, you know, just get them a little bit removed so that they can get patients past them. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is a little bit less pleasant of a question, but you know, I've, I've done for a different cause a lot of the same research where you're like spending time in these dark corners of the internet, making notes of people and threats being made. And um, I remember the horrible feeling of like having a specific kind of thing that hadn't quite happened before that I was sure was going to happen and then the fucking thing happens. Um, are there particular things you are worried about in the, especially like once – this comes through like that, uh, that are kind of on your horizon. Like, is there stuff that, that people need to be kind of preparing for in terms of like an escalation in, in direct action against clinics? Absolutely. I mean, we're already seeing uh, increased threats against clinics. Mm -hmm. Um, this, this bomb threat the other day was a test balloon, right? But there are organizations like POW who are actively aggressively invading clinics on the regular and doing things like stealing products of conception, fetal remains, right? Mm -hmm. And parading them out to the public and naming doctors um, in an effort to get them hurt, right? It's it's stochastic terrorism. They're not, mm -hmm. they are not going to be the ones to pull the trigger. They are just putting it out there so that somebody else does the dirty work for them. And so many people are guilty of that, right? The, the Church of Planned Parenthood is another good example. And they've had, you know, they've had a long presence in Spokane. Um, they moved to Knoxville, Tennessee. They've set up church plants in Birmingham and they've, they've been throughout um, Oregon. And, and in Oregon, they were hiring the Proud Boys as their security, which eventually, unsurprisingly, turned into a big fight when counter protesters showed up. The police showed up, tear gassed everybody. <laughs> and it's like, how is. One, how is this church to, you know, like, what is anybody trying to get out of this? And, and so there's a lot of people who have been putting it out there for a long time that there's all this othering language of calling people demons because it makes them easier to kill. 
there's going to be clinic violence. I mean, there's going to be more clinic violence, I should say. All of this is violent. It's violent to have people out there screaming at you and calling you a whore with a giant sign of fetus, you know, parts. And yeah. and then, it, but I mean, they're really waiting for somebody to light more buildings on fire or shoot somebody and it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, does anyone else have anything to get into here? On that happy note. On that happy, <laughs> on that note. happy note. I think yeah. um, it's just, it's not going to be like actual Nazi extremists that do a lot of these attacks either. I think, <clears throat> especially with it uh, being, especially if, if like, if Roe v. Wade does get fully taken away, it that will justify a pretty violent action in the minds of like most regular Christians. Um, mm-hmm. Even when I grew up in like a pretty evangelical uh, type of community, those types of like attacks against Planned Parenthood were almost that like there was the there was the overall feeling that they were like celebrated and people who would do it would be lauded as like biblical heroes um for for like for like just arsoning a building like that that was very much the sense that i got when i was a kid like i i I remember thinking thinking those thoughts like oh that's what like good people do like that's like people who are brave will go and burn down a a, an abortion clinic they were openly celebrated you know the army of god would have the white rose banquet to raise money to, by auctioning off the personal effects of people who had bombed clinics and shot doctors. And yeah. you see a lot of that mirrored now in things like the Saints calendar, right? And and so you see you see neo-Nazis and, and other white supremacists promoting the Saints calendar and then directing people to the Army of God website. And then you see Christian nationalists finding accelerationist handbooks and having that knowledge now right and so they can have the knowledge and loosely collaborate without ever having to say oh i'm a part of you know and like front or the proud boys or whatever yeah like they won't see themselves as extremists they'll see themselves as like regular christians they'll see themselves as regular conservatives and what they're doing is like is like sanctioned by god and it's like good righteous holy work Mm -hmm. um so I think that is definitely something to keep your eye on because it's not all going to be like skull mask wearing people doing bomb threats. No. It's going to be like the... regular, like regular conservative Christians who are, who are like been on this right words track the past, the past few decades. Most of the people that we track are, are not part openly part of extremist group. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not openly part of like known militant extremist groups. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, um, a lot of them are a hold office, you know? Sure. Like, <laughs> there was Derek Evans was in West Virginia. You've got um, John Jacob in Indiana. Like uh, the whole Oklahoma contingent, it like uh, abolish human abortion has really just become a lobbying group that's trying to get people in office wherever they can. There's, I mean, they've gotten really strategic about getting people into smaller um, legislative roles so that they have more power to push things and, and so that they look more respectable. Yeah. And it's, that leads kind of to another point, which is that when you get right down to it, once the ruling comes through finally, as it looks like it will, the vast majority of violence that's going to be done to abortion providers and to people seeking abortions and to people supporting them is going to be done by police. Like that's a, that's the eventual end game here. 
Yeah. And that's, that's the thing I'm the most afraid of, right? Because it's so much easier to turn somebody in than it is to actually attack a person physically or a building even. And so that's what it's going to be. It's going to be people calling in their neighbors, calling in something from the hospital, turning in their grandkids, you Mm -hmm. know? Well, is there anything right now that's making you optimistic, Kat? Not to put you on the spot. No, but... no, it's okay. I've thought about that a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, the people working in this are so dedicated to helping people that that always gives me hope. And I genuinely feel like there's enough of us that have plans. <laughs> um, you know, even if even if not everybody's on board with the same stuff, there are enough people really doing the hard work and being pragmatic about what's happening and not just cowing under the pressure of it that are energized by helping people that I think there will always be people helping. They might not always be visible, but they're there and it's just going to be harder to find them. So. Yeah. Um, Well, thank you so much. Um, Do you have anything else you'd like to plug before we kind of roll out here? Any place people could send donations or volunteer if they're into that? Oh, I mean, you can always uh, donate to Abortion Access Front. We're aafront.org. And um, there's a volunteer form there. But also, if you want to uh, participate in our event on July 17th, you can go to operationsaveabortion.com. And there's a registration form there to get involved in the event. Awesome. Um, well, thank you so much, Kat Green. You are amazing. And what you do is incredibly important. Um, And... To everybody else, um, go find some way to help uh, or, you know, at least uh, it's easy to pee in a water balloon. And sorry. okay, well, that's the end of that. (laughs) It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. 
Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.